This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. This is um, Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm glad you've joined us. Ahead of tonight's Democratic debate here in Detroit, we're looking at one of the biggest issues they will undoubtedly be asked about, health care. Interestingly, all of the candidates who have unveiled comprehensive health care plans have ideas that are similar to a system that is already in place in Denmark, of all places. So how does that work? Our next guest knows a thing or two about that system because he is Danish and he's also been following the candidates' health care proposals and can talk about what we should be watching and listening for on the topic during the debates. Henning Hoag is a Danish reporter. He covers health care, among other issues, for the national paper BT Daily uh, uh, in Denmark. Uh, Henning, Henning, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you so much. Yes, it's good to it's good to talk with you again. Um, so, for those of us who are not really familiar with the healthcare system in Denmark, tell us how that system functions, and tell them tell us how you see that as similar to some of the things that the Democratic candidates say they want to do. The Danish system is certainly a no bill system. You can't even get a bill if you asked for it after a hospital stay or a doctor's visit. Um, it's all included in the pre. I mean, in our taxes. Mm-hmm. So any anything from a counselor assistance to a broken leg to cancer to heart surgery is paid for by not the government but in, by each other, so to say, because we put it into the mutual part of via our taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, talk about what tax rates look like in a country like that. Uh, obviously, you'd pay a lot more than we pay here in in the United States. It is. It is usually the one thing that scare. Oh, scares the American voter is because our tax level is the minimum tax is somewhere around fifty percent, and the marginal tax edges up towards the high sixties. But mm-hmm. that's a minimum of of not only population but also of their income that they pay there. So somewhere around 55 five percent. And and for that tax, though, as you say, you get uh, health care all taken care of, but you also get a lot of other things you, that uh, you pretty much are. Do not have to worry about any of the essentials, so to say. It covers uh, education. It covers uh, uh, maternity leave, paternity leave, uh, health care, uh, pretty much anything mm-hmm. uh, is, is paid for yeah. via the taxes. Uh, so, so let's talk about how similar this health care system in, in Denmark is to what we are hearing from uh, Democratic candidates here. Is, are they moving us to that kind of, uh, of space? It's it's funny to to watch because the only one, as far as I can see, that has yet dared to cross the line when when people say, okay, so how are we going to pay for this? Is Bernie Sanders, who has come out and said, yes, it's going to mean a tax hike for the middle class. Everybody else is kind of a dancing around the the hot purge, as we say in Denmark, <laughs> without really touching it. Because yes, it is going to mean higher taxes, but the the fact of the matter is that the product that we're buying, healthcare in this case, is going to be a lot cheaper than we pay now, a lot less money that we pay for it now. We're just going to pay for it uh, via a different channel, which would be the taxes instead of from us to a private insurer. Yeah. Uh, also, among the Democratic candidates, there's some differences uh, in the plans that they're that they're putting forward. So, for instance, uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, two candidates that I think a lot of people think have a lot in common, have plans that are that are sort of different. I know that Elizabeth Warren is, is, is focusing more on, on the private side, being willing to keep some of that, while uh, Bernie Sanders is uh, saying that I think over a four-year period we need to get rid of all uh, 
private health insurance, which is, of course, scaring a lot of those 180 million Americans that today have their insurance via private companies. So that's the scary thing, not, not only the, the label of somebody puts on it, the socialist label, but also the, what am I going to do with what I, I mean, I like what I have now, why, why change it? So that, and that's a lot, big part of the population that is scared of that part, 180 million, as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, you have Joe Biden, who is the front runner and former vice president defending the Affordable Care Act, which uh, he and uh, Pre- President Barack Obama were ma- uh, managed to pass uh, in the last half of the last decade. Um, is that is that still uh, where voters are in, in this country, do you think? Uh, the Affordable Care Act is maybe about as far as we'll go with the kind of reforms that uh, people propose? I think it has a lot to do with... Uh what you think about a thing before you actually see it with Obamacare or Affordable Care Act, Americans have now had the chance of actually seeing it and feeling it. And even though they might have been scared of it in the beginning before they knew what it was, they actually like it a whole lot now because now they know what it is. Just like when I'm at, at Trump rallies for my newspaper, I talk to Trump voters and without saying what system I'm talking about, I, talk, I tell them about our system. And after a five-minute conversation, I haven't met anybody yet who doesn't say, that sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> I would like that. But then if you put in names like Obama or socialism, then they, of course, run scared. So I think it's a matter of, of actually knowing what it is that we're talking about that will make you comfortable with it. Before you know that, you, you tend to get scared as an American taxpayer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but quickly, before we end, I want to go to the phones. Vivek in Flint, uh, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you very much, Stephen. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, actually, uh, I'm so glad he was talking about Denmark. I personally went to Denmark, Sweden, Holland. Uh, even I'm a neurosurgeon. I'm passionate about making documentary films, and healthcare is one of my biggest uh, interests. Hmm. Uh, uh, it is so sad that the Wealthy, one of the wealthiest, the largest economy, and the most powerful country in the world is the only developed nation that does not guarantee healthcare as a human right. right. Uh, and it's because what uh, your previous guest was saying, many of them are uh, the problems that we have. Obamacare is fantastic, it's noble in its intention, but unfortunately, and, and of course, it brought in more than 20 million people into the uh, 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 healthcare situation right. that's better than what they used to have before. But unfortunately, it was not going to go all the way because it uh, failed to hit the uh, unnecessary middleman profit-oriented industry that many developed nations try have to... Have gotten uh, rid of, yeah. Uh, Vivek, I'm, I'm, we're going to run short on time, but I appreciate the, the call and the comments. Uh, Henning, I wonder if you can talk about the, the quickly about the downsides, if there are any, of the way they, they do things in Denmark. The downside is what we would call a luxury problem. It's like if I need a hip replacement or if something is grinding on my elbow, I might be on a wait list for up to two months, meaning that there's a guarantee from the government side that you cannot wait more than two months for hip replacement or other, as we call it, non-life-threatening diseases or ailments. If you have cancer, uh, heart disease, you are under uh, treatment the day after or maybe even the hour later. It's very, very swift when it comes to that. And that's one of the things I think people talk about is this idea of the services not being as good as as here. But as you point out... Oh, that's a myth. That's absolutely a myth. And I I think one of the biggest differences between here and Denmark is... uh, 
the fear in the sense that a lot of people in America, I feel, are driven by fear. But in Denmark, you don't have to worry about those existentialistic things. Yeah. And once you can remove that, you have a whole new powerful population, I think. Yeah. Okay, Henning Hoag. Danish reporter who covers healthcare and other issues for the national paper, BT Daily. Thanks very much for being here on Detroit Today. Thank you. Up next, we're going to hear from one of the presidential hopefuls on the debate stage here in Detroit. Montana Governor Steve Bullock joins us next. Stay with us on Detroit Today. Mm-hmm.